0: You can listen to The Professional Left wherever you get your podcasts, on Netroots Radio, or at our website, proleftpod.com, where you can also contribute to this podcast. There is a PayPal button at our website, or you can mail us a letter and or contribution at P.O. Box 9133, Springfield, Illinois, 62791.
1: This is the podcast for the week of August 4th, 2023. It's not safe for work.
0: Recorded live from the cornfield resistance in Springfield, Illinois. Home of You're Too Honest Abe, it's the Professional Left with Drift Glass and Blue Gal.
1: Abraham Lincoln was always told, you're too honest.
0: You're too honest. That's his, You're never going to make it in this profession, Abe. <laughs> you're too honest. If you don't know what that's from, it's from A, our friend Bill, who's also an SOB, who listens to this podcast, and a wonderful Long-time guy. Long-time
1: listener to the Long-time podcast. Long-time
0: listener and his, and his lovely wife. And yep. B, it's Trump's admonition to Mike Pence about why won't you break the law for me, you silly little man. You're yes. too honest. You're too which,
1: honest.
0: Which up until that moment was definitely not true. Um, no,
1: he, no. He, was, he sold out his honesty to be vice president to Donald Trump a yes, long he, time ago.
0: Yes, he did.
1: Uh, and it is indictment week and we are recording right now where there's all this breaking news about Now Donald Trump has appeared in court today, Mm -hmm. and the next hearing is August 28th, and so while we are recording this, I'm sure many people are glued to their TV sets figuring out what's going to happen next. Uh, Just got, before we started recording, a little pep talk from Middle Child, who's home for the summer, right? um, talking about uh, having positive energy and how you and I have positive energy and Uh, how important that is when you're communicating. She's got a lot of ideas about things. And and she said, but, you know, I don't know how that works when you guys are talking about atrocities all the time. And I said, well, our purpose in this podcast is to give people vocabulary to talk about the bad things that are happening and put them in context and also poke fun And uh, criticize those people who refuse to acknowledge that they are, you know, atrocities and try to both sides atrocities and so forth. So we have a purpose that is positive, I think.
0: Well, Um, even
1: though there's a lot going on, especially this week, it seems like the entire podcast is reporting on the BS that Republicans are and and their enablers are trying to push this week because it's a bad week for them.
0: What we are hopefully what we hope to be able to do in this. Our 733rd episode of the Professional Love Podcast, going back 12 years, 13 years, 13 years.
1: 13 years. No, you you and I have been married 12 years this month.
0: Married 12 years this month, podcasting 13 years. So we were having podcasting before marriage, okay? (laughs) So I know it's not the church says don't. No. And so on and so forth. But uh, we were My virtue before. is
1: intact, Driftglass. Right. I don't I, care what what the church says. I
0: said, I'm going to make an honest podcaster out of That's her. what you did. And, and that's you why did. I took her, took her down the aisle. Uh, it's, it's look, yeah, these are atrocities. It, yeah. it, these are horrible, crazy, bad, scary times we live through. But the thing that makes it, can make it more horrible and more scary is not to understand why they're happening. Yeah, This all yeah. just seems like random lunacy that has no rhyme or reason. It comes out of nowhere it's, it's the randomness of the madness. And what we're here hopefully to do is to say, no, it's not random. This yeah. is part of a, c- a continuum of behavior on the right and in the media that goes back a very, very, very long time.
1: Our entire adult life and then some. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the yeah. people who don't want to talk about that continuum or that trajectory are the people you see on television every day because they were part of it. They were complicit. <laughs> And they would really rather not talk about Donald Trump and all of his minions as the end product of a 40, 50 year Republican project, because that would make them deeply complicit because they either didn't report on it or lied about it or covered up for it or were actively participating in it. So we hope to bring a little context to the lunacy. And speaking of which, we're going to start off with the most important member of the Republican Party uh, until this very day. Yeah,
1: really. really. Uh, Cat turd. Yep. We're going to start with Cat Turd. Yes, yeah. we
0: are. Yes, we are. Uh,
1: Cat Turd, who is quoted by the so-called ex-president of the United States.
0: A, a trusted advisor. A, a trusted dear friend. advisor yeah.
1: to Donald Trump. Yep. Uh, sent out a, an ex this week. I, are we still calling them tweets? I, guess, I am. I, I don't guess care we what are. Elmo okay.
0: says. I'm calling them tweets. It's the, still the Sears Tower, by the way. So, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Cat Turd uh, chided. His former party, you know, he's he's a former, this is his former party now.
0: Oh, no. Uh,
1: by saying, dear loser Republican Party, <laughs> you have officially pushed us too far with your weakness. I, along with millions of others, will never vote for your party again, except on a very rare occasion.
0: Yeah. Like every, when I vote. <laughs> like every election from now until the day I die. Right. When I
1: decide to show up for an election, that will be the rare occasion. Okay. Okay. Uh, getting back to uh, cat turd and his uh, this is really more of a tome I would say to the loser Republican it's Party. an angry
0: it's an angry breakup letter it's what it breakup
1: is. letter and yeah. uh, cat turd pays eight dollars we we assume because he's got a blue check so he gets to write very long messages yes. on Elon Musk's website um, okay he is addressing again, dear loser Republican Party. You are spineless, worthless neocon do nothing cowards. You give zero value to your base.
0: Now, I now, this is what
1: a drift class could have written. This right. that's part of it.
0: The, the, I'd have to violate the uh, the writer strike, but yeah, <laughs> I a, a couple sentences in here. Like, well, yeah, you're right. That's who they are. That's who they've always been. Yeah. Good. Thank you for noticing.
1: And then he uh, cat turd writes. Stop sending me requests to give you money. You'll never get a dime from me after forty years. Guess what he's going to do, Driftglass?
0: Oh, well, I can see it in our notes, but I'll be registering
1: it, as an independent.
0: Oh no, he's the independent.
1: I'm oh an independent. no,
0: <laughs> we have we have things to say about the word independent, don't we, Blue Gal?
1: We, Man. especially I do. Apparently, yes. Uh, this is this is a thing now. Uh, and just to finish up, he's registering as an independent this week. Good luck winning in the future without the America First maga vote. I'll vote for Trump, but never any one of you useless cowards again and save your breath telling me this will be a vote for Democrats. What difference does it
0: make? Oh, uh, both sides, baby, both.
1: They're actually They're actually arresting their political opponents. And you won't even give Adam Schiff a $5 fine or impeach anyone for <laughs> anything. utterly useless. <laughs> we used pregnant. to call these farewell cruel world letters. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, but the fact that uh, I have this catchphrase of I'm an independent mm-hmm. to make fun of people who are lifelong Republicans and always will be. Yeah but cannot uh, associate themselves with the embarrassment of actually being a Republican, so they become an independent. Yes. So I want to thank those people that, when I noted this on Twitter, thanks much to Brad, who said, yes, Blue Gal, your voice is always in my head on that word. Yes. Londo said, I'm ruined. I can't see the word independent without hearing you saying it. Saying it. <laughs> And Mark went a step further and said, "I no longer see that phrase and not hear it in your voice. You've ruined my life."
0: Mark, <laughs> she's ruined many a man's life. Let me tell you, <laughs> no, I have she not. is. She's many a man has shipwrecked themselves on the so show. I wonder if he he's going.
1: Uh, you mentioned it as we were rehearsing this show. Yeah. Uh, that he might uh, join the forward party. <laughs> Why wouldn't
0: he? Why wouldn't maybe he? Maybe
1: he could be. He could be uh, Joe Manchin's running mate. Mansion, mansion Cat Turd 24?
0: No, no. Cat Turd Mansion twenty twenty. <laughs> cat Turd brings all the votes to the yard. and uh, mansion, That's
1: right. The mega vote. Cat Turd but, Mansion.
0: Because as we know, the word independent, all independents are the same. They all believe the same things. They all enjoy the same moniker. They all think of themselves the same way, which is why Cat Turd will fit in really well with the forward party or my own Tesseract party, which is a mocking of the forward party. But mm-hmm. it's still independent. Or no labels. Why not no labels? Well, maybe They're independent. No, I'm
1: an independent constitutional conservative, though, Driftglass.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking that's a man
1: without a party.
0: Yeah. It's very a sad. A cat turd.
1: A, a cat cat, turd without a party. Just yes.
0: floating in that big political toilet bowl all by himself. <laughs> no, no one to flush him, no place to go. Just all by himself out there alone. And really, just a whiny little. Yeah. Um, and, and this is, you know, this I have read this letter in various forms so many times.
1: Oh, so yeah. It's been in the, the pages of our local newspaper from time yeah. to time.
0: Yeah. And My other- wife and
1: I are registering as independents from now on. Yeah. Right.
0: And it's almost never the other way. No. I mean, the last one I remember was like Andrew Sullivan 12 years ago going, you know, this is the Republican Party I joined. <laughs> yeah, it is. Dumbass. <laughs> it is exactly the Republican Party you joined. And he joined it for exactly that reason. And the fact that they hate you and want you to extinct- finally penetrated your thick skull. But that didn't last for very long. But yeah, there's always, always, always a bunch of people who are going to, and who just won't shut up. Shut up and go away. Just shut up and go away. No, I have to announce to the world that I'm now an independent and really honest to God. Let's move on to indictments, Blue Gal. The second story behind Cat Turd, a distant second. Well, before
1: we do that, I just want to note that you and I have been predicting this for oh, a yeah. very long time. Of course. of course. That this this is the logical outcome of Trump. Sure. When Trump goes down was something that I wrote in 2017. Yeah. When Trump goes down, there is, we are burning the lifeboats. There yeah. is no rebranding.
0: Oh, but there is blue cow.
1: But it turns That's out there is. always is. <laughs> there
0: always is. There's always and money in the rebranding. Yeah. Chat. There always
1: yeah. is. There yeah. always is a billionaire willing to start a forward party or some movement that gives home to folks like cat turd
0: or or a cable news station that's willing to stack itself to Absolutely. the ceiling with recently former republicans who are now in the business of 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 forgiving yeah pretty much everybody chris christie hated him a year ago now you know chris christie uh, it makes a, a lot of sense look.
1: yeah Make,
0: give yeah. him a second look so the whole right. idea is that they're trying to rehab they're trying to re- rebuild the party outside the party and cat turd is having none of it right um <laughs>
1: Uh moving on because we we are going to talk a lot about the indictment today. Yes,
0: yes we are. Um, um and
1: and you go ahead and start, Driftless. Glass. Well,
0: you and I both listened to the indictment.
1: Yes, we did. Um
0: we both did the audio version because we're, you know, we're nerds that way and so uh, I listened
1: to Ali Velshi read it yes. on the uh pr- prosecuting Donald Trump podcast, which is where Andrew Weissman, who I now refer to as my lawyer, <laughs> He bills me pajama to pajama, folks. That's right. That's right. Uh, Whenever he appears on TV, I go, hush, everybody, my lawyer's talking.
0: That's right. I thought about your case in the shower this morning.
1: That'll (laughs) That'll be be $45.
0: Oh, okay. And I listened to it at an obscure website called the Sean Connery's Ghost, where they have Sean Connery's Ghost reading various things. (laughs) No, they don't. No. No. I listened to the audio version. I listened to it at 1.7 or 1.5 speed because I want to get through a quick. But I'd listen to it in a very specific way because there's a million lawyers out there, including my wife's TV lawyer and Ely Mistal and just a million zillion lawyers. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If this moment in history has the benefit of having all of these legal minds crowd out all the opinion having never Trumpers, that's great. That's great because that's exactly what we need right now for Consumption by To Understand it, just yeah. to
1: understand what's going on. And understand I, the legality. Middle child has had all kinds of questions about jury selection, right, and and so forth, and and it's just great to have these folks come on and and give you legitimate, concise answers in English, which is the lawyer's job, right? About what's going to happen in court.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I did not listen to it as the uh, former husband of a lawyer, or my wife as the former wife of a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I listen to it as a writer, as a mm-hmm. person who used to facilitate writing groups.
1: Well, you should mention stories. that someone generated an AI of a reading of the
0: yes, indictment. There's, a, there's a there's an AI gener- I, we should really do this on this podcast. look out. <laughs> just just dump like four versions of it into an AI. have them generate uh, a we'll call it a special bonus edition
1: honestly be, maybe maybe next April first we'll do that.
0: I want the voice of the robot from uh, lost in Space to talk about David Brooks for 20 minutes and then (laughs) Glenn Greenwald for 20 minutes and the muse saying, stop it, stop it. Win Red. I'll do Win
1: Red for 20 minutes and then we'll be all set.
0: Uh, Bonus (laughs) bonus episode in in April. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, I listened to the AI version, which is just fine and cranked it up to speed because I can listen to things fast. And uh, I listened to it as a writer. And as a writer, it is a wonderful piece of writing. It is a novella. It is Mm -hmm. a beautiful novella. And I I think about it this way. Um, The... J6 Committee was the, I don't know, the, the Russian novel, the sprawling, right. multi generational, thousand characters, brilliantly well written, but very big. 800 Russian pages. Novel. Yes. Yeah. It's right. a brick. And I loved it. And you and I loved it. And it got great ratings and people followed it. And that's fantastic. It was like, I don't know if, if you're old enough to remember this Rich Man, Poor Man. Yes, I am. Yeah. I am
1: very much old enough to remember rich man form. Nolte, yes. as I recall, absolutely. And it
0: was let's all and, and there were the Thorn Birds. Yeah. And there was uh there was uh there was Showgun. Yeah. And there was uh yeah. there was Roots for there goodness' sake.
1: But Roots was five nights in a row. Yeah. The thing, the thing too is it's the Russian novel. J Six Committee was uh-huh. the Russian novel where you read a th- a quarter of it and mm-hmm. put it down for two weeks. Right. That's and right. then you pick it up again. And and the way that story had to be told in those chunks um, was a different way of absorbing it than this. I want you to get back to this. Right. But yeah.
0: And a lot of the uh, J6 committee, and it shouldn't be called the J6 committee, it should be called because J6 was the culmination. That was the point of the indictment. It's not yeah. January 6th. Yeah. It's everything that preceded it. The, the um, footnotes to the uh, to the giant novel are the other hearings that were happening outside that weren't televised or just recorded, et cetera. Big, sprawling literary thing. This is a tight novella, a 45-page, fast-moving, excellent story. I want to talk to the people who wrote the thing. I want to talk to the people Mm -hmm. who constructed this because it's built like a goddamn story. It's built like a crime novel, fast, fast, fast. First of all- you've
1: taught this. You have taught how to to structure a story with an arc, right? And this has an arc.
0: It does. It, first of all, it, it uses a very good framing device, which is at the beginning, there's this thing about, you know, uh, co-conspirators and collaborators known and unknown to this committee, blah, blah, blah. It ends on the same sentence it begins with. It doesn't circle back to it. It just frames it up properly. But it's a play in four acts. It's it's a novel in four acts. It's We start off with these these people tried to uh, steal the election. They tried to pretend the election was full of holes. And there was all this falsification going on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that failed, which led to the second chapter, which was, okay, what do we do now? Well, and and I liken it to, I uh, I was trying to think of a way to explain it to normies. Mm -hmm. And here's how I would explain it as a book. It's a short story or novella about a bunch of idiots trying to knock off a casino, okay? Mm -hmm. The first chapter is about these idiots trying to cheat the casino. They're using their accounting cards. They're using loaded dice and they get caught and it fails. And so, crap, what do we do? Second thing is, well we're going to try to pass ourselves off as authorized personnel who can go into the back and steal the fucking money. That was the false electors scheme. Mm -hmm. We're going to try to doctor up a bunch of people, give them false badges and false IDs and send them to the rear to to steal the money. Because the goal is always to steal the money from the casino. It's always to overturn the election. Everything's leading to that. That plot fails. What's the third plot? Well, the third is we're going to get the guy at the front door, who, who's in the gold lamé jacket, who's the greeter, who's there purely for symbolic reasons, and his name is going to be Mike Pence. And we're going to say, Mike Pence, we know you're just the greeter at the door, but but secretly in the Constitution, there's this thing that allows you the authority to go into the vault, take all the money, and give it to us. So why don't you go do that? And that didn't work. And so fourth chapter, final chapter is screw it. We're going to blow the vault. We're going to storm the Capitol. We're going to use violence to knock off the, the casino and steal it outright because everything else has failed.
1: And while and that, there's chaos and explosions and fire, we're going to take the safe and put it in a van and say, look what Antifa did. Yes, yes. And, and that's gonna, the, the, uh, insurrection we're we're the, insurrection the Insurrection Act. We're going to use the Insurrection
0: Act, right? To, 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 a, to arrest and punish all the people who had nothing to do with this. All yeah. the people who were involved in the actual thing. Uh, because it will cause riot in the streets. Well, we'll put the riots down by using the Insurrection Act. We'll create the chaos that we will then use it as an excuse to put it all down. But it's written like a novel and it's written in very tight language and it's very specific, very, very specific. If you do a word cloud of the indictment, you will see the word knowingly show up in big, bold letters. It is very clear right off the top that Donald Trump knew what the hell he was doing. This is not... Uh, This is not accidental. He had people telling him every step of the way. That's why reading it as a piece of literature is so thrilling, honestly, because it's, we told you that you're wrong and there's no falsification. And the Donald Trump goes off and tells people it's all falsified. And they tell him again, the same thing. And he tries another step and they tell him, no, no, we've told you five times. Now, the attorney general, assistant attorney general, all the people involved are telling you this. No, there was no fraud. Everything's fine. All the shit you're talking about is bullshit. And he does it a third time and a fourth time and a fifth time. And it finally starts a riot because of it. And that's where it gets to be uh, the arraignment because, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, and and you want to talk about all the bullshit being pumped through.
1: Yeah. I want to talk about all the bullshit being pumped through the right wing media right now of them throwing, and this is just content jello. This isn't legal jello. Right. And, and many people, including my TV lawyer, one of, one of my other (laughs) TV lawyers has has said this, you know, all of this is for Fox News consumption. It is not legal arguments. But the initial response to the indictment was, oh, my God, they are trying to restrict Donald Trump's First Amendment rights Mm -hmm. to free expression. He's allowed to have an opinion about the election and he's allowed to speak that opinion. And how dare they? How dare they? And if they had read the indictment. Right. Um. The, f- the indictment starts with you know the dramatis personae. It of, does it
0: introduces the, the, the of who who major is player. The,
1: that they're going to charge Trump. He's got six uh, unindicted co-conspirators who are clearly going to be indicted co-conspirators at some point, <laughs> yes, they uh, are. unless they flip. And th- I think uh-huh. this was just so brilliant to you know put put the puzzle out there of who are all of these people and know that you have a choice. Here you're one of the six. And mm-hmm. you have a choice. You can either flip on Trump or you can be indicted. And if you, so you read this dramatis personae and then you turn the page mm-hmm. to page two. Page two. <laughs> page two, number three. And page two, number three says the defendant had a right, like every American, to speak publicly about the election. Ah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And even to claim falsely that there had been outcome determinative fraud during the election and that he had won. He has a right to do all of that. Yep. He also was entitled to formally challenge the results of the election through lawful and appropriate means, such as by seeking recounts or audits of the popular vote in states or filing lawsuits challenging ballots and procedures. Indeed, in many cases, the defendant did pursue these methods of contesting the election results. Mm -hmm. His efforts to change the outcome in any state through recounts, audits, or legal challenges was uniformly unsuccessful. Right. Now, that is directed precisely and exactly at Trump. You're a failure.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, Number four, then, I'm just going to read two sentences of it. Shortly after election day, the defendant also pursued unlawful means of discounting legitimate votes and subverting the election results. In so doing, the defendant perpetrated three criminal conspiracies. Uh huh. Fox News did not want this on the air.
0: No, no. They because don't want
1: the- any of their viewers to read this.
0: Because this is their defense. The defense is... Donald Trump has every right to lie and lie and lie, just like we do. You know, right. every right, right to lie all he wants, whenever he wants, about whatever he wants. And it's his First Amendment right to do so. But, and, but right in the beginning, like Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. there's a there's a prologue, which is, well, of course he has the right to lie. He's, he's a liar. He can lie all he wants, but he can't do the following things. Once he's exhausted all of his legal remedies, once he's tried everything he can do to legally challenge the election and have every, it fail every time, Here's all the shit you can't do because it's against the goddamn law. And that's the rest of the indictment. And that's Mm -hmm. the part that nobody on Fox and nobody on Newsmax and none of your crazy young liberties are going to talk about But it's right up front for anybody who wants to see it.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Now, this was a week when Donald Trump was indicted and went to court and it went off like a bomb. So let's take a quick go around the horn to see what people were talking about during this (laughs) crazy-ass week of indictments and so forth. And I'll start off, if you don't mind, Blue Gal. No,
1: that's fine.
0: uh, Quote, I'm not entirely confident that Joe Biden really had no inkling of what his son was up to or that the larger Biden family didn't benefit from Hunter's shenanigans. That would be New York Times op-ed writer Brett Stevens.
1: My God.
0: who, Who still has a goddamn job on the goddamn paper for reasons that I will go into over a beer with all of you someday, but... Not for the record.
1: All right. Listen to this excuse. Mm-hmm. Quote No one should really get hung up, as sometimes Republicans want to do, on whether sufficient proof exists to convict Joe Biden of a financial crime. That's irrelevant here.
0: Yeah. That
1: yeah. was Laura Ingram on Fox yeah. News.
0: Yeah. Proof schmoof. Proof schmoof. This is Fox. You don't need proof and any facts. We got me. Look at me. Don't
1: get hung up, Republicans, on finding proof. Mm
0: hmm. Uh, this is, uh, quote, to save the DOJ's rapidly deteriorating reputation, it is high time for Attorney General Merrick Garland to appoint a special counselor to what? To what? To investigate the Bidens. That is a joint column written by unreconstructed torture advocate and the Emanuel S. Heller professor of law at the University of California, Berkeley, John Yu, and Federalist Society stalactite named John Shu. And that was in the National Review, which is full-throatedly endorsing that this is all a terrible, terrible uh, a miscarriage of justice and Donald Trump's getting screwed. So, you know, what do you expect from well, these
1: people? You know, John Yoo doesn't have a reputation to deteriorate. No, so. no. no, he doesn't. <laughs> and I wonder if he wants to, to hire uh, John Durham. To be that special counsel to investigate the Biden since he did so well last time.
0: Oh, he did great. He did. Well, in the memory of conservatives, in the memory, yeah. I'm sure he did great and proved everything. And the, and the, the whole system was just rigged against him because that's mm-hmm. how you remember mm-hmm. things on the right.
1: Might as well get Durham in there again. Sure. For another, you know, maybe he could spend $10 million this time <laughs> instead of just $7 million of taxpayer money. Yeah. Going to Italy and stuff. <sighs> Uh, Hunter Biden and Clarence Thomas both show what happens when lax rules let unethical people get away with legal sleaze. Yeah. So it's Clarence Thomas, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. And which court does Hunter Biden sit on?
0: Uh, well, Allison Hanschel, Athena, said, Holy shit, Joe <laughs> Biden appointed Hunter to the Supreme Court? Really? <laughs> cool. Wow. I must have missed that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, that was Jonathan Shade. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you write, Driftglass, uh, Jonathan Shade has a tiny bomb in his skull, which will explode if he doesn't both sides literally everything.
0: Yeah. You know what this echoes of, darling? What? David Brooks. The Tom delays on the right and the Netroots Tom delays on the left. It yeah. really is. One, just- of,
1: one of them is the House majority leader and the yeah. other is a bunch, a bunch of bloggers.
0: who Who are not guilty of anything. Who right. just nominated Ned fucking Lamont? Yeah, and, but that's right. the end of civilization, according to David Brooks. circa oh, yeah. two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because we've had AI already for years, it's called the New York Times op-ed page, <laughs> and it's just the same. You know, they have human faces. They got to hire people to pretend that they're actually you know writing this stuff, but it's the same algorithm over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Speaking of algorithms and cyborgs sent from the future to destroy oh, America. Oh, now you
1: gave it away, Durrell. I'm
0: sorry. Jack Smith, an American Javert, should be obliged to prosecute this case outside of the beltway. Former President Trump deserves a fair trial on these unprecedented charges, which will strike tens of millions of Americans who are idiots as a political hunt.
1: Inch- no, no, no.
0: I just, I amended that because it needed to be said. This is former MSNBC employee who had his own show, you might remember, until five minutes ago, Hugh Hewitt. Now, Important point, I do not follow Hugh Hewitt on the Twitter. So why this garbage keeps getting tossed over the Twitter fence onto my timeline is unclear. But whoever's doing it, Elmo, cut it out.
1: Here's another one. Tim Scott is an honorable man and a good public servant. If you wanted to provide a role model for elected Republicans, he'd be one of a handful you'd recommend. Uh, that's Stephen Hayes who went from being a Fox News Republican to an NBC News Republican.
0: Yeah, overnight.
1: Overnight, because uh, he and J- and Jonah Goldberg thought that, um, H- well, Tucker Carlson? Had yeah, gone Tucker
0: Carlson's uh, a- uh, documentary.
1: Denial, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was too much.
1: Denialism was just a, a ridge too far for yeah, them. They, so they called their agent and made sure they had a secure job at another network, and then they threw up their hands and quit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But up until then, up until the moment when Tucker Carlson was advocating violent overthrow of the government on Fox News, they were pretty cool working there. But that was just too far. And this was part of a larger thing where Tim Scott just made a mistake. It's a poor judgment, et cetera, et cetera, because now he's he's jumped on the defend Trump bandwagon. Like, no, dude, they're all this way. They're all this way. Push them hard enough and they'll show themselves for who they really are. Finally, I am calling on all Republican candidates for president to immediately suspend their campaigns, stop wasting hard-earned donor money, oh, Jesus, and rally around our nominee, President Donald J. Trump. That's the imaginary governor of Arizona named Carrie Lake, who knows a little something about spending hard-earned donor money on stupid things.
1: She spent all of her Arizona first donor money traveling to Mar-a-Lago. Yes,
0: yes. To go to whisper in Donald's to Hang affair. out in a
1: bikini and you know uh, yeah, yeah. Does this
0: does this bikini make me look vice presidential? <laughs> Tell me, Donald. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah.
1: And the and the rest of the time she's writing in her notebook, Mrs. Vice President.
0: Mrs. Vice President. Yeah. Mrs. Lake Trump. Lake Trump. <laughs> it sounds like a beautiful place to vacation. <laughs> Lake Trump. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So this brings us to uh, some more from the media. And this quote from Will Stansel on Twitter, quote, Biden is mostly a good president and the economy is mostly great. But the evidence suggests that people think Biden is a bad president and the economy is bad. This raises the question of where people (laughs) get their ideas about politics, because it sure isn't objective observation. Unquote. Those yeah. people.
0: People. Where do they, people get these crazy ideas? Where do those ideas come from, blue gal? So
1: Greg Sargent at WAPO has numbers that will surprise <laughs> no one who listens to this podcast. <laughs> Headline, Trump has, quote, my Kevin, unquote, trapped. They mean Kevin McCarthy. Yep. New data on Fox News viewers shows why. Uh-huh. And I don't have to go through all of the detail of this, but suffice it to say that the vast majority of Republicans who get their news from Fox Uh or from Newsmax think Donald Trump is completely innocent, that the Republican Party must stand by Trump, and that uh, in trying to overturn the 2020 election, Donald Trump was merely exercising his right to contest the outcome. Yep. Uh, And and if you don't get your news from Fox, those numbers are significantly lower. Yes, they are. All right.
0: And here's the thing. We did a whole... Uh, no Fair Remembering Stuff podcast on Fox News. Yep. Just last week, I do believe, yeah, Blue a Gal. weeks if ago. Yeah, no a fair couple episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. And it's out there. And if you want to listen to it, et cetera, uh, the, the pollution Fox News was pumping into the mainstream of our politics goes back decades, mm-hmm. not 20 minutes. And right. there's a whole documentary written about it. And you'll love that podcast. But let's return to the present because how will the Republican base handle the indictment given all you people know very smart people all of our smart clever listeners know about the base how will they handle the indictment and all this next year of hearings and leaks and so on and so forth and the sad truth is we already know yeah they already we already know exactly how they'll do it and i'm going to compare it to something that happened to us on june 29th this year the springfield derecho which is the five tornadoes that hit springfield all at once and did a lot of damage etc so think of that Uh, what's happening to the right as the political equivalent of that. So here's the thing. For such disasters, there is a procedure, a well-known procedure. And Republicans react like Midwesterners like us react to the sirens. We know what to do. When Mm -hmm. the bad thing happens, we know what to do. You grab the critical stuff. You grab the cats and the kids and the vital papers and the phones and the meds and the flashlight and so forth and some water because you don't know how long it's going to be. And you haul ass to the basement, right? You wait it out. You wait for the storm to pass. It shakes and it's a little bit scary, but if you're lucky, everything's fine. And when it's safe to come up, you take a look out and see what damage it is. And you check out your house. You check out your immediate area. And if you're okay, you check out your neighbor. Now the power's out and the cell towers are down. So your next priority is try to understand the larger context of what has happened to you. How widespread is the damage and how many people are without power? And most importantly, when will things start to get better? And then very quickly, the Newsmax and Fox News and hate radio repair crews show up with support from USA Today and the New York Times and cable news and on and on. And things start to return to normal. And there are regular updates on how much more normal everything is becoming. Things are getting back to the way they used to be, Blue Gal. Reagan, 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 Hunter Biden's (laughs) laptop. And in a few days, it's as if it never happened. Yeah. It has passed, yeah. everything's back to normal, everything's cool. And I have in my notes here to mention Doctor Who and the Silence. The Silence is a Doctor Who villain. The Silence have been around on Earth for thousands of years. The Silence are tall, thin creatures, black and white with big hollow skull-like eyes. And they're terrifying and they wear like, like damp black suits. And they can hover in the air and they can kill you with electricity coming from their hands. But here's their secret power. And here's why they get away with tampering with human history over the course of centuries. Because when you see them, they're terrifying. If you're looking directly at them, they're terrifying. The minute you turn your back, you completely forget they were there. You have no recollection of them ever existing at all. And it happens over and over again. And one of the ways they defeat them is by understanding that they exist and they start to put little hash marks on their arms. Every time one of our protagonist sees one, they put a hashtag on their arm and they look up and they're terrified and then there, something distracts them. They turn away and they completely forget about it. They look at their arm and where there used to be one hashtag. There's 30 now. They realize, holy shit, I've had 30 encounters with these monsters and I don't remember any of them. That is the power of forgetting shit and that is the power that the right has. Your crazy Uncle Liberty will remember none of this. Mm-hmm. The only thing he's going to remember is that Donald Trump was persecuted by the Democrats, by the commie filthy Democrats that a lot of Republicans turn their back on him because they're a bunch of rhinos and they're squishes and they're really secretly liberal commies. And that Donald Trump is being unfairly dragged through the streets because he was the greatest president ever and never told a lie. Or if he did, he had to because of Democrats. And by the way, Hunter Biden's laptop and Burisma and uh, what about her emails? Huh? What about those emails? That's all these people are going to remember. So, the only way to make them kind of pay attention is to do what you do with the silence, which is never take your eyes off it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
0: the only way these people are who are going to have any change in their demeanor is if you grab them by the hair and force them to watch every stinking minute of the trial and never let them never let them get a breath in. Just pound away all the time that no Donald Trump's a crook and you're an idiot and you're a racist and you're an idiot and a crook and your party is full of criminals and here's the proof and here's the proof. Don't let them talk to you any other way. Don't let them get a word in edgewise. Just keep hammering away. That won't change them, but it might demoralize them enough to a few of them will stay home and go. Oh, well, I think this.
1: that's what I think that's what we're seeing, and yep. I think that's what the whole cat turd thing is about. Yep. They're going to retreat, and and let's face it, a lot of people. Uh huh. Um, started voting with Donald Trump because oh. he was saying what they were thinking and blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, no one can replace Donald Trump in their hearts. So they're going to retreat. They're going to stop voting. Mm-hmm. They're going to go back to, and, and we don't know what it's going to be yet. Is it going to be religion or country music or NASCAR or, you know, the Klan? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the scary part is are they going to go to their their gun closet and right. and get violent? think that's, that's what everybody's terrified of. Um, but yeah, you know, Cat Turd has given up voting,
0: right, in, except in
1: very rare instances.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> but we know who these people are and we yeah. can tell you what they're going to do pretty closely accurate to how they actually behave. So tune into this station every week and we'll give you updates on what your crazy yeah. neighbors are probably going to do. Now, what was your favorite line? from
1: the indictment? Oh, I think we had the same favorite line from the indictment. Yeah. Yes, didn't we, we did. Yes, yeah. we did. You go right ahead.
0: Oh, well. When a top Trump advisor warned about the effort to overturn the election quite clearly, quote, I'll obviously hustle to help out on all fronts, but it's tough to own any of this when it's all just conspiracy shit beamed down from the mothership. This was from an unnamed senior campaign advisor who wrote an email on December 8th, 2020, referring to Trump's elite strike force led by, well, uh, unindicted co-conspirator number six, Rudy Giuliani. No,
1: number one. He's number number one. One. That's right. He's number
0: one with a bullet. With a bullet, Uh, yes. Now, we here in the Cornfield Resistance, we refer to, quote, conspiracy shit beamed down from the mothership by its more customary name, which is WTAX and WMAY, local right-wing talk radio.
1: Yep, that is conspiracy shit beamed down from the mothership, all right.
0: Every day. Just tune your location and you'll hear it for free every single day.
1: Um, From the AP and retweeted by Trip Gabriel, national political correspondent at the New York Times. Mm -hmm. And I just want you to listen to this headline and see if you can find out what's wrong with it. Quote, RFK Jr. says he's not anti-vaccine. His record shows the opposite. It's one of many inconsistencies.
0: Oh, 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 call on me, call on me.
1: Uh, me. Driftglass, what what do you have to say about that?
0: It's a lie. What he's talking about <laughs> is a lie, not inconsistency, not opposite. It's a lie. And he know, R.P. Jr. You.
1: is lying about his record would save you a whole lot of characters in your title. Really?
0: Now, it might be the last thing you wrote for the AP because they don't <laughs> like that sort of thing. But it's really simple. He's lying. He's lying a lot. And he's on record. And maybe he's got so much goop in his head and so much steroid and so much nonsense. He doesn't realize it. Maybe he's just yeah. nuts. But he's lying. He's lying a lot. And it's no it's no sin against the New York Times style book. To say that,
1: right, right, and and I want to go back. You and I have talked a lot this week about network and Peter Finch yes. and the Oscar-winning performance, yes, um, that he did in that movie. Uh, of we've got to get mad that we're watching this trial and people are posting pictures of champagne glasses and popcorn and yeah, uh, you know, finally something's happening. Um, I think we've got to get mad. And that doesn't mean rioting in the streets, but it means that when this comes up, um, show a little bit of ire that your vote was interfered with.
0: Yeah, stolen. Someone tried to steal your vote. I,
1: I voted for Biden and you can vote for Trump if you want to. You're an American citizen who can vote any way you want. That's what democracy, that's what's great about our country. You can vote any way you want. I can vote any way we want. But when the votes are counted, you don't screw around with that. You don't try to make a result that's different from the actual result of the vote. And Donald Trump did that. He messed with it. And um, it's interesting, Alex Wagner talked on Wednesday night about how this indictment is local news in Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, New Mexico, and Georgia because Uh of the fake electors. Uh And going after this fake elector conspiracy, and, and the indictment does say some of the fake electors were tricked by right. people working for the defendant to say we're only going to use this if there's an actual legitimate question about the results of the election in your state, mm-hmm. but we want to be ready. Well, um, I'm sorry you were tricked that way. Right? Maybe maybe you're not accountable if you were tricked that way, but the people who tricked you are accountable. Mm-hmm. And uh, so fake electors makes it a local story. Uh, So if this indictment comes up in conversation with people, I'm going to use the Cokie Roberts rule. You know, it's out there.
0: It's out there. It's (laughs) out there. You got to talk about it.
1: You have to talk about it. It's out there. And if you can make it a local story and say, look, they attacked the voters in our state, the results of our state's election. Do you understand how horrible that is? Our, Our state, whether you're in Nevada or Georgia or Pennsylvania, wherever you are, how dare he say that Pennsylvania's vote is is able to be interfered with. Right. And if you can't make it local because you're not in one of those states and you're in Illinois, you say, look, my vote matters as much as yours. And he tried to steal my vote. Yes, he did. And make it illegitimate. And it's not illegitimate. I'm an American citizen. I live here. I vote here. Mm-hmm. And my vote counts as much as yours. Um, and and get a little bit mad. I don't, I'm not asking people to start getting violent with people. But if you're talking about it in the hairdresser, barbershop, or grocery store, and somebody brings this up. Isn't it just terrible how Donald Trump's being treated by the media? It's like, Donald Trump tried to steal my vote.
0: Almost got away with it, too. And
1: almost got away almost with got it. Almost got away with and, it. And, and used his own people, and his own people went to jail. Mm-hmm. And and he has spent how much of his campaign money on his legal defense? I thought he was a billionaire.
0: Yeah. The, the, but he stole the,
1: my vote.
0: The money that you probably sent him. Yeah, my imaginary neighbor, the money that $5, $10, you probably sent him, he spent on lawyers because he tried to steal the election. He tried to steal my vote. And he damn near got away with it because he sent an armed mob to my capital to steal my vote. To
1: mm-hmm. so our does, capital. I'm yeah. willing to call it our capital.
0: Well, and why doesn't that make you mad? Why aren't you upset about that? And mm-hmm. if you hear Hunter Biden's laptop, turn on your heel and walk away mm-hmm. because you're dealing with a reprogrammable meat bag. Right. And I think... It's time to do a news roundup. Don't you I think, think it's blue time gal? to do a
1: news roundup Drift Glass? Yep. Breaking news today.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Rhonda Santis in New Hampshire dis- discusses his plans for the federal workforce. We are going to start slitting throats on day one. He says,
0: you know, his, his language isn't aggressive and violent enough. Yeah. Um, now Rudy Giuliani, you might not know this blue gal. You might not know this. He's not just unindicted co-conspirator number one. He's also an anti-Semitic asshole and a sexual degenerate. And, Lordy, there are tapes.
1: It's disgusting.
0: It's disgusting. Don't read this story. Don't don't read this <laughs> no, story. No, you
1: can read it. It's disgusting. Lot, yeah. But his language is disgusting. Yeah,
0: well, and it's you know he's a drunken old pervert and yep. an asshole and a mean-spirited freak, which is why he's Donald Trump's number one guy. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, this is a, I'm just going to read the first couple of paragraphs which don't have the explicit language if you yeah. want to go you want if you want to <laughs> dip right into the R-rated version of this the X-rated version go right to Rolling Stone because that's where I'm quoting from quote Rudy Giuliani was sued for sexual harassment earlier this year by Noel Dumphy a former staffer at his firm the lawsuit included a wide array of disturbing allegations against the Trump loving lawyer from behaving erratically while drunk which is really let's face it all the time to exposing himself non consensually to demanding sexual favors, to making various sexist and racist remarks. Giuliani denied everything, smearing Dumphy and asking the court to strike portions of the lawsuit and sanction her and her lawyer. Dumphy and her lawyer responded on Monday by asking for Giuliani and his lawyer to be sanctioned. Here it comes. They included audio transcripts of Giuliani saying exactly the kind of things he denied he was saying. And folks, it's not great. The transcripts include a host of truly vile, bigoted remarks, as well as some of the creepiest come-ons the mind can imagine, unquote.
1: It's disgusting.
0: It's disgusting. And what do you expect from a bottom-feeding pervert like Giuliani? You know? Who
1: is drunk all the time. Who's
0: drunk all the time. You yeah. know, th- yeah. These really are the dregs of the Third Reich in the bunker trying to figure out what they're going to do next. And some just get drunk and make fools of themselves. Some are looting treasures. Some are putting on women's clothes and trying to get out of there. But these are the bottom of the bottom of the American gene pool. And your Republican Party thinks they should be put back in office.
1: And and I, I want to say, you know, Hunter Biden was a drug addict yes. and got clean. It yes. is not too late for Rudy Giuliani to go to rehab.
0: No, never too late. <laughs> it's never, never too, late. too late. You know who else go was an, was a druggie ahead. and a drunk and got rehab and and stopped screwing his life up? George W. Bush. Yeah. You know, oh, cocaine drunken George. You remember him? Killed somebody with his car, hit somebody with his car. That DUI was his, wife. With his, car. That was his no, wife. That was his wife. wife. that was his wife. But, but yeah. Ilya, his, his lawyer got him out of a bunch of shit, and that's how he yeah. became attorney general. He was an embarrassment of the family. And then he cleaned himself up and became a national disgrace and disaster. But that's a separate story. <laughs>
1: that's a separate story. Now mm-hmm. uh, It's not too late. Try to get Rudy to go to rehab. Yeah. But I don't think anyone cares about him.
0: No, I don't think they do. I That's think the, the only, thing.
1: The Nobody only cares thing enough.
0: The only thing he's good for is a disposable human IED that Donald Trump can use to keep himself out of jail. And now he's, yeah. now that usefulness is at an end.
1: And, and let's face it, he's, he's, uh, this is more embarrassing than the Borat movie. These yeah, tapes.
0: It is. It yeah. really is.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, Another whistleblower, another nothing burger from Jim Jordan, James Comer and company. After days of saying Devon Archer would spill the beans on President Biden, there's always, you know, some enormous proof right over the horizon.
0: Sure, sure. Sean. Devon's the number three guy in the Taliban, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Devon
1: Archer, number three in the Taliban. No. Uh, He did the opposite. Archer testified that Joe Biden never discussed any business with Hunter and his associates. He also said, point blank, there was no bribe from Burisma to Joe or Hunter. Mm -hmm. And uh, Philip Bump in the Washington Post today called James Comer a liar.
0: Yeah, good for you.
1: And uh, also noted on Twitter that Comer is fundraising with lies about the Devin Archer testimony, which he did not attend, by the way. Comer was not in the hearing room while Devin Archer testified, but he did run over to Hannity and say we've got them now,
0: uh-huh. and now, and now all the meatheads have moved on because again, once once they glance away, they forget yeah. everything. They forget well, everything. you know, once the bank records come out, then we'll yeah. have the proof. If there's always some proof over the horizon, and at no point, I you might remember, Lugal, I had a, a a long time professional exchange with conservatives I used to know back at the city of Chicago. Yep, and. Th- and they would send me this shit. This was long before Trump. This is long. This is during the Obama years. Mm-hmm. And they would send me all the same kind of bullshit, same kind of bullshit, same kind of paranoid, racist thinking. And they point out how it was debunked and they point out how it was wrong. And they'd, they'd, they'd change the subject. And what about, what about? Then they move on to the next thing. And I it, it repeatedly said, have you noticed that the last nine things you've sent me as conspiracies have all turned out to be true? At what point do you stop believing this bullshit? And then they'd, what about, what about Barack Obama and his tan suit and blah, 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 blah. And what about uh, a local sports team? And they'd forget it. They never learn. That's their virtue. That's why they're useful to the GOP. They're incapable of learning or changing. And uh, a whole bunch of them got together to uh, elect the governor of Arkansas. And Brother Charlie Pierce has the result of that. This is a quote from Charlie Pierce, friend of the pod. A judge slapped a temporary hold on Arkansas law that would criminalize librarians and bookstore owners from giving kids access to the bluest eye or something. Because you don't want these kids exposed to anything that's going to give them bad feels about racism. Yeah, like Toni
1: Morrison poetry. Yeah. (laughs) Don't want that. It's written by a black woman. We can't have that. Moms for Liberty. All right. All right. This is uh, an interesting story. Another one about RFK Jr. Uh-huh. Uh, the RFK Junior Super PAC got more than half its funds from GOP mega donor. Five million dollars came from former Trump supporter Timothy Mellon, aka Cat Turd. No, I don't think so.
0: No, Cat Turd don't have that kind of money. Would you like <laughs> to? Would you like to do the next one because it's VP Kamala Harris? Yeah, right?
1: and this is one of my favorite stories of the week because mm-hmm. she handled this so well. And uh, it should be a lesson to the governor of California, who apparently is going to debate Ron DeSantis. Uh, Ron DeSantis wanted to debate Kamala Harris, uh, and he invited her to Florida to debate, you know, the slave curriculum of slaves learn skills. Right. Uh And here's what here's what our vice president said. I'm here in Florida. (laughs) Unlike Ron DeSantis, I yeah. think was her implication.
0: Yeah. I'm not using government vehicles. To <laughs> I'm not tour doing other anything states.
1: like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here in Florida, and I will tell you, there is no roundtable, no lecture, no invitation. We will accept to debate an undeniable fact: yeah. there were no redeeming qualities of slavery. Yeah. This Period. is why Driftglass and I danced in the kitchen. Yeah. The day we've heard that Joe Biden has selected Kamala Harris yeah. as his running mate, yeah, because we knew he wanted to
0: win. He was serious about winning. he was yep.
1: serious about winning. Mm-hmm. He was going to put the smartest black woman on the ticket with him, uh-huh, and that she wasn't going to take any shit
0: right <laughs> and And here's the thing. If you listen to Never Trump podcast, which I do, they're just horrified about her. They're just horrified because she's just weak and she's vacillating and she's this and she's that. and She doesn't know how to do this. Like, no, she's doing vice president stuff.
1: Vice we, presidents are not there to be strong, powerful um, policymakers.
0: We did a whole <laughs> No Fair Remembering <laughs> stuff about vice presidents you might have heard of.
1: Yeah, And yeah. none of
0: them were like tearing up the, the pee patch with their fiery rhetoric, except for Spiro Agnew. Uh, because that's not the vice president's job. Now, my impression is they're going to let her a lot more off the leash now because it's second term time.
1: Right. And they want
0: someone out there wearing a prosecutorial hat, which she has in her closet, Mm -hmm. doing a whole lot more sharp elbows and punching, which she's very good at. And I'm very glad to see it, but I'm not freaked out or panicked or like, you know, Democrats have a Kamala problem. Says, no, they don't. A bunch of fucking never-Trumpers, <laughs> like, you yeah. know, because they're all running against her because Joe Biden's going to drop dead. all Ed, and
1: white J- men.
0: Yeah. So anyway, moving on from that, that's just my two cents worth, whatever it's worth. According to a study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association, after the COVID vaccine came out, the adjusted excess death rate in Ohio and Florida was 43% higher among Republican voters compared with Democratic voters there is no such gap based on the political party before the vaccine remember killing your own people for power is what cults do that demonstrates their power
1: yeah yeah uh, chris hayes had said something to the effect of i i can't understand why a movement would kill their own people this way and you you said this is yeah. this is conan where, you know, the real power is being able to snap your fingers and a woman jumps from a high cliff onto the ground and kills herself because right. you said so.
0: Right. That's power. Right? That's, that's actual power. power. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's of, what cults do.
0: The riddle of steel. That's right. Go look yeah. it up, people. Re- yeah. Read the book, for God's sakes.
1: <laughs> read Conan the Barbarian. Okay, read people.
0: Conan the Barbarian. That's fine. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: That's in your local library. I'm sure Moms for Liberty haven't gotten to that one yet. <laughs>
0: oh, I don't know. The, the cover art is pretty racy on those <laughs> things.
1: It can be in the kids section. It's fine. Uh, Per Adam Parkamenko and Sam Youngman in the Today's Big Stuff newsletter, quote, Bill Barr went on CNN last night and absolutely torched every Trump defense that the New York Times bought and then said he might vote for Trump next year if he's the nominee. Uh We're starting to think that Bill Barr fella is a real piece of shit. Unquote.
0: Unquote. Yeah, absolutely. And and this is not the first time Barr's done this. Yeah. Oh, no. The whole bunch of these, these heroic Republicans who stand up and, and and beat their chest about, you know, he's gone too far, he's done this. What about uh, if he's a nominee? Oh, I'll vote for him. Oh, I'll try to get him elected because the cult is stronger than anything else. Right. Trump's political committee has spent more than $40 million this year defending him and his aides and other allies. Despite the cash crunch, his Save America leadership pack shelled out another $108,000 in the first six months of the year from Melania's, Trump's stylist, Hervé-Pierre Brouillard, while insisting to the FEC that it's for, quote, strategy consulting, unquote. On topic, when you donate to Trump via WinRed, of course, hat tip blue gal, <laughs> you're actually donating to both Donald J. Trump for President 2024 Incorporated and the Save America PAC as part of their, quote, joint fundraising committee, unquote, or as they definitely say on their website, JFC.
1: J-F-C. Joint Fundraising Committee? No. Jesus effing Christ. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. A Georgia judge denied an effort by Trump to toss out evidence gathered by a special grand jury and remove the district attorney from the criminal investigation into his attempts to overturn the 2020 election laws in Georgia. Fulton County Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney said that while a highly publicized criminal investigation is likely an unwelcome and unpleasant experience. The quote unquote injuries that Trump claimed to have suffered from the two and a half year investigation, quote, are either insufficient or else speculative and unrealized because he hasn't been indicted yet. (laughs) McBurney also noted that Trump is fundraising off of indictments. Yeah. Which leads the judge to question the term harm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now. A completely different federal judge dismissed Trump's $475 million defamation suit against CNN. Now, you might remember this is the suit where Trump said, they called it the big lie. Nazis use the term big lie. They're calling me Hitler. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm bleeding all over the place. And the judge said, no, shut up. You're not. Go away. Don't ever darken my door again. But it's, it's this bullshit. It's this litigious, try everything, throw everything in the courts, and maybe something will stick which Donald Trump's been doing since he was in his 20s.
1: Right, right. Mm-hmm. We don't want anyone thinking we've forgotten what a piece of shit Ron DeSantis is. No, no,
0: no, no, no. no.
1: Uh, per Axios, Ron DeSantis' gubernatorial office recently hired three people who'd been laid off by his campaign. Huh. So the taxpayers are paying That's these weird. campaign people.
0: That's weird.
1: The Florida governor is leaning on his taxpayer-funded office to keep select aides in his orbit – as the campaign goes through a cash shortfall that led it to dump one-third of its staff in July. This follows last week's story from the Orlando Sentinel. Quote, If it hadn't been for a fender bender on Interstate 75 near Chattanooga, Tennessee, Tuesday morning, most folks wouldn't know that Governor Ron DeSantis was using state government vehicles for his 2024 run for president. Tuesday's four-vehicle collision on the way to a campaign fundraiser draws a curtain back on the campaign's use of state resources. But finding out who's paying for it is nearly impossible, thanks to a new law passed by the legislature, guess which party, Mm -hmm. to protect the governor's travel records from public view. Mm -hmm. The legislature has enabled him to hide his travel records so we don't know and have no way to hold him accountable if he is using state resources in his campaign or if that is even the case said Ben Wilcox, research director for Integrity Florida, a nonprofit government watchdog. It was frustrating enough when trying to monitor his use of government resources while traveling around the state, Representative Anna Eskmani said, but to take those people and vehicles out of state is even worse.
0: Yep. Unquote. All right. We have one more item. It's local news, but it's about Ron DeSantis. So, yes. Why do we have this garbage by dead man walking Ron DeSantis in our local news? You may ask, you may rightly ask. Well, I'll answer that question in just a moment. This is the quote from Ron DeSantis to the left. That'd be you and I blue gal citizenship is meaningless. Illinois is now letting illegal aliens become police officers in Florida. We took action to combat the harms of Biden's border crisis. We also value our citizen officers who serve and protect our communities As president, which will never happen, I will restore American sovereignty. No illegal alien should have authority over any American citizen. It's a sad commentary on the state of the United States that this is even a debate, unquote. The reason it's a local thing, because our governor, J.B. Pritzker, slapped that smile right off his face. Here's J.B. Pritzker's reply. Quote, this man isn't smart enough to be president. I proudly signed the bill showing legal permanent residents and DACA recipients in Illinois to serve their communities as police officers. Our military already does it. You know, the military that Ron DeSantis was in. And it's the right thing to do, no matter what lies. There's that word again, lies. The right wing spreads, unquote. That's our governor. That's our J.B. Pris- go
1: J.B. Yeah. go J.B. This Joan? man isn't smart enough to be president. No kidding.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but you know who else was pushing this lie? Mensa recipient Lauren Boebert was, Oh, really? Oh. Was also pushing this lie this week.
0: That's two. How people.
1: dare Illinois let illegals become police officers?
0: Shut your hole!
1: Because we're not.
0: Yeah. Also, again.
1: calling people illegals kind of shows you the kind of garbage person you are, Lauren.
0: Well, and, and the voters. You're who a
1: garbage are, person. And
0: the voters who put her in office are, are, worse, are worse. Are also garbage people. Are worse. Are worse people. Uh-huh. Yep.
1: Yep. I love you, Driftglass. I'm going to say that just to cleanse my palate.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> and we love all of you out there. Thank you. Uh, in the last month, I've gotten some lovely birthday cards. And I am so grateful. Um, just sending me a birthday card. You know, it's just lovely, and and I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. Each week, we post to our Facebook page and website an Internet kitty sent in by you, the listeners. This week's Internet kitty is a sweet, sweet dog named Pickles. Pickles. Pickles is so cute. A little white dog, and it's just a cutie. And, of course, Pickles Eats Freshly Poured Pet Food, our fake sponsor. Whether you serve pet store perfection or dollar store dreck, your pets will sit on the kitchen floor and demand that the food they eat is only freshly poured. Freshly poured, freshly poured. Oh, my Lord, it's freshly poured. Freshly poured, freshly poured.
0: Oh, my Lord, it's freshly poured.
1: And you can visit Pickles at our Facebook page or website, and you can send your internet kitty dog or other pet to us at our email address, Proleftpodcast at gmail.com, where you can also write to both of us. Mm-hmm. Feel free to write us. We love hearing from you. Be aware that if you write to us at any of our addresses, we reserve the right to read your email or U.S. Postal Service. Go Postal Unions. Letter on the air, unless you say otherwise. Don't forget our gourmet coffee guideline. If you can afford to buy an espresso based beverage for yourself, buy one for us. This is not charity. This is our job, and we love doing this podcast, so thank you so much for your support. Please share our show on social media, and if you love this podcast, please get someone else to listen to, and thank you for doing that. Hey, Drift Class, how are the Internet Kitties doing
0: this week? Well, this week the Internet Kitties have a safety tip. The Internet Kitties would like to remind everyone of this summertime tip. Never leave your pets or children unattended in a car, and don't store illegally retained classified documents in the toilet. Let's think about living. Think about living. Just think about loving. Think about loving. Just think about the hooping and the hopping and the popping and the loving, lovey dovey. Let's forget about the whining and the crying, the shooting and the dying, and the fellow with a switchblade knife. Let's think about living.
1: Let's think about life. A professional left podcast is recorded under a Creative Commons license. Copyright 2023 DGBG Productions.